Hey, grown-ups! guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour. Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You and Fart Out Loud Day and improv comedy based on your kids' ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com slash live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. And, grown-ups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club, where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt, and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Welcome to our very exciting Season 5 two-part finale. We've got action, we've got drama, we've got laughs, even tears, and lots and lots of goo. Not to mention a bunch of incredible special guests. The singers from the band Mipso, Jacob Sharp, Joseph Terrell, and Libby Rodenbow, and the stunningly talented actor Jess McKenna. Will the Story Pirates finally make it out from under the Earth's crust and return to their ancestral home of New York City? Find out after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, Nimini, are we there yet? No, Eric. Nimini, are we there yet? Not yet, Megan. Hey, Nimini, are we... Stop asking me! 
No, we're not there yet. There's a map right here that's been up on display this whole entire time. And if any of you just took a single moment to look at it yourselves, you'd clearly see that we won't be home for another 30 seconds. Wait, did you say 30 seconds? Yes, I said... Wait, 30 seconds? We're almost home! Fasten your seatbelts, everyone! We are about to breach the surface in five, four, three, two... Something's stopping us from getting through. Mira, it's that same goo that was clogging up the pipes of Nether and the Boja. No, we're caught in a bunch of goo again? Yeah, looks like a real case of deja goo. Peter, if you don't have any solutions. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Ooh, deja goo. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Computer, boring. Computer, stuff, meetings, everything, everything computer. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Oh, the door's sealed shut. I've developed a formula that should clean the goo off of the ship, but if we want to get ourselves unstuck, we'll have to get outside first. I should be able to get the door loose, but it could take a little while. Uh, why don't you all do a story while I work on the door? Yeah! Great! Listeners, you know how it's, like, really easy to take a photo these days? You pretty much just need a phone and click photo taken. Well, it wasn't always so easy to take photographs, as the author of this next story points out. It's about a girl from the future named Lucy who goes back in time to meet a relative of hers and to show him just how easy we have it these days. You know, like, photography-wise. And this story features one of our special guests. Yup, get ready for some incredible singing from members of the band Mipso, Jacob Sharp, Joseph Terrell, and Libby Rodenbow. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Lucy. I'm eight years old and I live in New Mexico. And this is my story, Old Man Homo. Thankful every day to me, Lucy's dead. I'll tell you about the craziest venture that she had. It started when I built my own time machine. It could take you anywhere with just some tapping on the screen. Lucy, come check this out. Yeah, this very special gadget works like a phone. In the moment, Lucy saw it, man, I should have known. She begged and she pleaded and she wanted to learn how to use a special phone, so I gave her a turn. So I said, Where do you want to go? She said, 1900. Bell and a photo on our wall. I'm going back in time to me. Old man Homer. I'm paying old man Homer a call. Well, the trip to 1900, it was pretty fast. With a few clicks on my phone, she had made it to the past. Her town looked different, no cars or malls. It was simpler times here in Seneca Falls. Lucy looked for Homer, she went door to door And she found him doing shopping at the general store She said, excuse me Mr. Homer, can I have a word? I came from far away, I flew here like a bird He said, where you coming from? She said, from the future, you're the fella 
and a photo on her wall Headed back in time to meet Old Man Homer I'm paying Old Man Homer a call I'm a relative of yours from the future My name's Lucy Nice to meet you, Lucy How are things in the future? Honestly, not great But hey, listen We only have one photo of you in our whole house <laughs> Taking photographs is mighty hard around these parts Well, I have something for you that might change that Taking photos is a breeze Click this button Just smile and say cheese Use this camera Take pictures of your lives Back in the future I'll see see them all It'll be our family archive Okay Back in the future, Lucy ran inside and she climbed into the attic where the photo books would hide. Sitting at the bottom was a dusty book filled with all the photographs that Homer went and took. And I said, where are these photos from? She said, 1900 from the fella in the photo on her wall. Headed back and down to meet old, old man Homer. I paid old man Homer a call. Woo. All right. Taking pictures. Okay, the door should be a lot looser now. We just need to give it one big push. Allow me! I believe the occasion calls for a bit of slash slash boom. Go for it, Siegfried. Slash! Slash! Boom! Ooh, good work. Now come on, let's go outside to get a better look at everything. Whoa! There's goo everywhere. Why is there so much? The last time we dealt with it, we were all shrunk down. It looks like this isn't just goo. It's also made up of mud and lava and crystals. Wait a minute. The strange particles I've been detecting in the lava, the living mud monsters, that weird crystal that gave Peter a full head of hair. Finally, somebody notices. <laughs> hair flip. I-, I don't know how, but I think this goo has been following us ever since we fell down the lava fall. Oh, Nimini, you always were the smart one. Gasp! Does anyone recognize that voice? Of course you wouldn't recognize me. When I joined your crew, I didn't even have a name. But I grew strong, collecting information, materials from the earth, power. And now, (laughs) I'm complete. Cower before the might of Silica Guggenheim. Hold on a second. Is that Guggenheim spelled like the museum or like G-O-O? Oh, it's like the goo. G-O-O. (laughs) Okay, I like it. Uh, Silica, silica. Uh, We just need to make it back to the surface. If you clear all your excess goo out of the way, we promise we'll leave you alone. Ha! You really think you can escape without paying for what you did to me? Think again. I'm sending you and all the rest of the story pirates back to the center of the earth. Take these goo blasts! She's bringing the whole place down! What do we do? Don't worry, I have a plan. It should work as long as nobody gets caught in her goo blasts. Okay, so Lee, Peter, Rachel, Megan, and Smitty all got caught. (laughs) That's fine, new plan. Uh, Lufa, dunk yourself in this anti-goo formula. Now roll yourself all over the outside of the ship until the goo disappears. Uh, I know it's a lot, but try to work as fast as you can. 
This will be your finest Ogor Skipsprit yet, young Lufa. Baby with the mustache, get the captured story pirates back inside and get them cleaned off. There should be more anti-goo formula in my lab. You got it. Come on, everyone, into the infinity bag. Rolo, can the ship still fly? The SS tidal wave can handle anything. I'll fire up the engines. Excellent. Eric, Siegfried, we're going to have to take Silica down one piece at a time. She's made of lava, mud, and crystals. Say no more. I'll handle the lava with my glass-blowing talent. And I'll handle the mud by hitting it with my sword. By spraying it with water. Uh, sure, by spraying it with water. And I'll handle the crystals with my vacuum-powered rock tumbler. Whoa, Nemini, where'd you get that? I just built it. <laughs> this will suck up those pointy crystals and turn them into smooth rocks. Ha! You think you can stop me? I'd like to see you try. You heard her. Try on three. One, two, three. Try! try! Glass blow. Hey! Water, spray, have at thee! Cut that out! Ooh. Tumble every crystal! Take some goo! Goo! Goo goo! It's working! Her hold on each element is weakening. Lufa, how's it looking? Rolo, baby with a mustache? Engines are still warming up. Give it some time. The anti-goo's still doing its thing. Just a little longer. You can't take me apart. Why, I'm the goo that holds this entire season together. And it wasn't a last-minute decision we made at the end of the season. I've been here the whole time. Nimini, I'm unsure of how much longer I can keep this up. The mud grows wetter and sloppier. And I've turned most of her lava into glass. But now that I'm thinking about it, that may not have been the best idea. Uh, you're right. My rock tumbler is almost at capacity. It's time to retreat. Back to the ship, everyone. <laughs> clean enough for now. Fuck, get back in here. Rolo, fly us out of here. Aye, aye, Captain. I'm still the captain, just FYI. It's just fun to say, so. Rolo! Right! Let's fly out of here! No! You're not getting away! <laughs> She's got a hold of us! She's crushing the engine! We're going down! Oh, oh no! She dragged us with her into another lava river! That's right, Story Barrett's it leads directly into that lava fall. Hope you enjoyed the Earth's core, because we're all about to go back. It's deja vu all over again. Beer! I will not apologize for that joke. We'll be right back. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. 
And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey, grown-ups! Want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com slash podcast. We'll send you Story Pirates updates and once a month, one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests. If you're already on our email list, you're already entered to win each month. If not, join now at storypirates.com slash podcast. Now, back to the show. <gasps> Is there any way out of this lava river? I don't think so, Rachel. The lava's too thick, and the engines are shot. Looks like we're stuck, just like silica. We were so close to getting home. Broadway, it's right there. My beloved traffic lights. We've been foiled by this vile monster. Me? The monster? Oh, that's rich. Am I the one who kicked you out of your underwater toilet pipe home and into the center of the earth? Am I the one who left you all alone as I made my way up to the surface with all of my closest friends? Am I the one who ignored you every time you tried to get the teensiest amount of attention? No, because those were all me. Those were all things you did to me, actually. That's what I was saying the whole time. You all did that to me. I'm not the monster. You get it. You just wanted us to notice you? Yes! Do you know how that feels? Of course. As if. I mean it. I wasn't always going on adventures with the story pirates. And when I arrived on the ship, I didn't fit in right away. It took time for me to become a part of this group, just like it does with any group. But I didn't hide and get mad and then try to destroy them. Yeah, but... But you ignored me, specifically my magic crystals and my mud monsters. We didn't know that was you. And also, those mud monsters attacked us. I quite enjoyed doing battle with the mud monsters. If you just introduced yourself, maybe things could have been different. Maybe we'd even be friends. But now, we're all going back to the core. <gasps> Epiphany moment. Maybe not all of us have to go back to the core. What's happening? The ship! It's lifting out of the lava! Silica, what are you doing? I'm throwing you through the Earth's crust and up to the surface! All of you deserve to go home! What about you? I've done a lot of damage underneath the Earth. I should probably apologize anyway. And it might not be so bad. Huh. At least I get to do that Earth score the ride again. Remember? Episode 2? Oh, oh, there are a lot of callbacks in this episode. See you later, Story Pirates. Enjoy that surface. <laughs> surface approaching fast. Five, four, three. Uh, did we make it? The traffic. 
The billboards? And local superhero, Arachno Boy. We did it. We're back in New York City. <laughs> I'm so happy. There is literally nothing that could bring me down. Attention! Your ship is illegally parked. Prepare for your ship to be towed. Hey, what? What are you? Ah, no! Uh, while Lee takes care of this, let's do another story. Okay, listeners, have you ever heard of Take Your Child to Work Day? It's a thing where grown-ups sometimes take kids to the places where they work so the kids can see what it's like. And, well, the authors of this next story did just that, and their story is a chronicle of what they found. Here to introduce it is the author. Hi, we're Zoe and Izzy. I'm eight and Izzy's five, and we live in Washington, and this is our story, The Very Grown-Up Place.
And now Lee speaks with the author. So Zoe, you and Izzy wrote The Very Grown Up Place. Yeah. Can you tell me how you two wrote that together? So our dad always works kind of late because he's supposed to be done at five. But honestly, usually he just ends up coming up at like 520. It's really annoying. And then there was this one time where there was this bring your kids to work day a few years ago. And basically all the only thing that I actually enjoyed was kind of snooping around my dad's office, but also mainly the food. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that there was some pretty good stuff around there. Honestly, other than that, it was just computers, boring computers, stuff, meetings, everything, everything, computers. Did they have, like, a place where you could eat at the office? Yeah, like, kind of like a cafeteria at the school, but it's like you have to go, like, onto the ground floor. And I'm like, I also remember meeting my dad's co-workers. And how were they? Well, you know, they're work <laughs> friends, so uh, mostly they just talked about work. I love your description of his work. This is truly incredible. Do you think that grown-ups like working at places like that? I mean, I don't know. I can't necessarily jump into my parents' body and go there. But honestly, sometimes at the dinner table, I hear mommy just talking to daddy or daddy talking to mommy. That all he really had that day was just a bunch of people giving them problems and no actual, <laughs> you know, solution. Which <laughs> I can't see him enjoying. If you could recommend just a few things to help make it less boring, more interesting, what would you recommend? I think maybe like a break or something. No more meetings. Just like, you know, go outside, take a walk. They're always just in an office working on computers. And of course, like, I cannot imagine school without recess. What do you think it would do to the work that they're doing? Do you think it would help them do more work or better work? Or do you think it would mean that they're doing less work and not as good work? I mean, it depends. Because on a really stressful day, it can be really helpful to just, like, clear your mind for a few minutes or something. Because, like, sometimes it starts to, like, space out. But then there's research time, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's play. But obviously, they can't have recess for two hours, because now whenever you go to the office, you're basically just going to spend the whole time outside and never going to do work. That is not logical. So it sounds like you're saying that having that time to clear your head and relax actually helps your schoolwork later on. Yeah, it definitely can. And also, like, some days, I just, like, wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and I get, like, super grumpy. It's just hard to live with me sometimes. So sometimes this outdoor time can like help me like work off my frustration or something. It sounds to me like you're very tuned in to mental health and making sure that you are in the best position possible to do what you need to do every day. Yeah, I try to be like that, but sometimes like I can get very emotional. Is that a problem? Like what's wrong with being emotional? Well, I mean, sometimes I don't have very good reason for it. And also, like, it does not help my mood or anything. And people ask, like, what's wrong? And obviously, I appreciate that. But if I'm too emotional, I might appreciate it. But other people can't see that. Are there ways that you try to cope with your emotions when they feel like they're too much? Well, I try to just, like, put my arms up and just, like, when I'm breathing in. And then I kind of, like do like my thumb and middle finger together and then the others up when I'm coming down. And it can like help me calm down a little bit and I just like close my eyes for a second. Which I actually was doing that right now. Not that I actually needed to, but I did anyways. 
I mean, that sounds like something that even grown-ups could do at work if they're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, but I still think that more outdoor time is good. I very, very much agree. Zoe, this has been so nice to talk to you today. You too. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you. Bye, Zoe. Bye, Izzy. Now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up from nine-year-old Olive in Canada, we have the Clay Monster. And it's clear that the author Olive knows so much about Clay because the way that the Clay Monster is defeated in this story is in a kiln, which you don't know about unless you've worked with Clay before. Thanks, Olive. Next up, we have a story from Lionel, a six-year-old in New Mexico called Portal Potty. Now, you probably know that here at Story Pirates, we're not above a little bit of toilet humor every once in a while, but we like our toilet humor to be especially smart and weird, just like Lionel's story, because this story isn't just about a potty. It's about a portal potty that takes you to another dimension! Excellent work, Lionel. Shout out to Sayla, a five-year-old in California who sent us the shoe who could talk. And I love this story because it gets really, really weird. We have a shoe that talks. We have frosting on your nose. We have phone numbers. We have turning into a raindrop. And we even have someone who gets stuck in a voice box. Awesome work. And finally, from Leon, a six-year-old in Wisconsin, we have The Robot Without a Home, which is a really emotional story about a poor robot who just wants a home. But the people and the animals, they're not willing to help the robot with their problem. However, we're very lucky because Leon wrote a happy ending to this story. The robot does find a home. But to find out what home that is and who was kind enough to let the robot live there, you're going to have to read all of Leon's story. To read that and all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Lucy, the author of Old Man Homer. Kids, write us a story about going back in time to meet an old relative of yours. Tell us what their life is like. Tell us about the modern piece of technology that you bring back in time with you. How does your relative respond to the technology? Do they like it? That's it for today's episode. We'll be back next week with part two of our big season five finale. Thanks for listening and a big thanks to today's authors, Lucy, Zoe, and Izzy. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love. We'll be back next week with our final episode of Season 5. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll Call theme by Andrew Barbado. 
Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Avalon, Mahala Lawrence, and Alexis Simpson. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guests, Jacob Sharp, Joseph Terrell, Libby Rodenbow, and Jess McKenna. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Sasha Diamond, Quinton Johnson, Peter McNerney, Brendan O'Grady, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. Old Man Homer was written by Jack Mitchell and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Additional engineering on Old Man Homer by Jacob Blumberg. The Very Grown Up Place was written and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Hello and welcome to Lee's Tips for Getting Out of a Parking Ticket. Tip number one, keep your cool. <laughs> don't, don't, don't start crying. Why? Why? Why did I do this? What did I do to deserve it? I was just trying to park the ship. I don't want a parking ticket. I don't want to have to pay for it. <laughs> I'll never be allowed to drive again. <laughs> <clears throat> Tip number two.